minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Some who love him don't really last. Some who love him get dry very fast. Hammer's world after Yom Kippurim had to buy the Arba Minim. Sukkot days coming today. Gonna sleep in my sukkah tonight. No lamb for Kiddush. We waited around the first night. Is Torah bound? Sukkah fun. Sukkot has begun. Gonna sleep in my sukkah tonight. This was a 40-year plight. So we sleep here each night. Getting frayed. We went on a sukkah hop. Got some food from everyone on the block. Sukkot brings the ushbis in, and we'll sleep in our sukkah tonight. Yom Kippur, I broke my fast. Now my sukkah could be built at last. So into town, down to the store, I bought some wood and much, much more. I took my hammer and my nails and wood, cause my sukkah had to look real good. Then I got some branches and I got some leaves. That was my schach. It came from trees. Then my banot made paper chains. We hung them up 
it was well arranged. The table went in, and now the chairs. But this sukkah does not have stairs. Now my sukkah, it is so neat. In our sukkah, we all will sleep. In our sukkah, we all will sleep. In our sukkah, we all will sleep. Now let's take out Lulav. Etrog Hadassim and Aravot. Etrog Hadassim and Aravot. Arba meaning for Sukkot. Etrog Hadassim and Aravot. We'll take out at rogue. Hadassim and Aravot. Hadassim and Aravot. Arba meaning for Sukkot. Hadassim and Aravot. Let's take out Hadassim and Aravot. And Aravot. Arba meaning for Sukkot. Aravot. Finally, Aravot. Lulav et rog had the same in Aravot. Lulav et rog had the same in Aravot. Arba meaning for Sukkot. Lulav et rog had the same. It's my sukkah. I love my sukkah. Now for the next seven days, that's where I will stay in my sukkah. Oh, it's my sukkah. I love my sukkah. It's a temporary house, and I will walk about in my sukkah. Oh, in my sukkah. And with my lul of a netrobe too. And with my lul of a netrobe too. Shake, 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 shake it in my sukkah. And with my lula of an etrogue too. And with my lula of an etrogue too. I take my lula of an etrogue and shake, 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 shake it in my sukkah. Oh, it's my sukkah. I love my sukkah. Now for the next seven days, that's where I will stay in my sukkah. Oh, it's my sukkah. I love my sukkah. It's a temporary house, and I will walk about in my sukkah. Oh, in my sukkah. And my lula of an etrogue too. And my lula of an etrogue too. I take my lula of an etrogue and shake, 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 shake it in my sukkah. And my lula of an etrogue too. And my lula of an etrogue. 
Brooklyn, Ed Brogan, shake, 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 shake it in my soaker. It's my soaker. I love my soaker. Now for the next seven days, that's where I will stay in my soaker. Some food, please. Could you provide? I did a hop, I did a hop, I did a sucker hop. He did a hop, he did a hop, he did a sucker sucker hop. I did a hop, I did a hop, I did a sucker hop. Then I went outside with my friends by my side. Then I met my friend Yossi, and he came along to the next sucker, and we sang the song. Soon we had some treats, we were on our way. Doing this sucker hop could really pay. I did a hop, I did a hop, I did a sucker hop. He did a hop, he did a hop, he did a sucker, sucker hop. I did a hop, I did a hop, I did a sucker hop. Then I went outside with my friends by my side. Next it was Gidon and his friend Sweet. We pitched up at another sucker, two or three. After listening to Divrei Torah and singing this song, a whole bag of candy got us moving along. We did a hop, we did a hop, we did a sucker hop. He did a hop, we did a hop. Then I went outside with my friends by my side. Soon the whole neighborhood was hopping with me. When we came to the last sucker in the city, it was a rabbi. He said with a grin, "Boys and girls, we're glad to see you. Come on in." He did a hop, he did a hop, he did the sucker hop. He did the hop, he did the hop, he did the sucker sucker hop. He did the hop, he did the hop, he did the sucker hop. J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> I got to tell Lenny Solomon that we just featured five schlock rock sucker songs in a row. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. Uh, J.M. in the A.M., good morning. Welcome to a Thursday. Tomorrow night, we are scheduled to be in the sukkah. I'll look at the weather in a second. Someone guaranteed me last night that I won't rain tomorrow night. <laughs> Someone guaranteed it. I was like, wow, that's quite a risk. Anyway, Schlockrock had Sukkah Hop, Oh, It's My Sukkah, Lulove, My Sukkah, and Sukkot Nights. Those were the five in a row from Schlockrock celebrating the upcoming holiday. Shall us on the reconnect with Kuma. You heard Ari Goldwagon, Kobe Brummer, brand new with Hoshana. Um, Basukot, brand new from Yosef Karduner. Mati Steinmetz, brand new with Laman. Shma, brand new from Moshe Lichtenstein. Yossi Bayless, brand new with Kama Yosef. These are just some of the songs we got yesterday. Like, it, it's insane how every day there's new music coming out from different parts of the world. Just incredible. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a, a Thursday on this 28th day of um, September, day number 13 in the month of Elul. The brand new year is 5784, Tufshin Pei Dalad. Tomorrow night, the holiday of Sukkis. And, um, oh, right, I wanted to check the weather. So everywhere around the world where there's a Sukkah, we are praying for good weather for tomorrow night. Because that's the goal. The goal is to have a uh, an easy first night Sukkis experience. The other days and nights, quite obviously, are just not nearly as important as we know. But when it comes to the uh, first night of Sukkis, that's where it could get dicey. That's where you start to decide 
if you're sitting, God forbid, in a soaking wet sukkah or checking out a soaking wet sukkah and one that is uh, under rainfall, that's when you start to wonder, you know, how long do you wait? Can you even make the bracha of Leishev Basukkah in a sukkah that's, you know, in that type of shape? All the different questions arise. Anyway, so the easiest thing and the best thing, obviously, is if we have, you know, wonderful weather. So we are hoping, since we speak to every part of the world now, we are hoping that wherever there is a sukkah, there is spectacular weather tomorrow night. That's what we're hoping. But I have a special interest <laughs> in this area, frankly. Now, tomorrow, they're literally calling for rain all day. I mean, there is nothing, nowhere does it, does it indicate that this rain is ending ever. Wow. And then during uh, quote-unquote meal time tomorrow night, we're talking about uh, rain at almost 100% for the entire night. And uh, temperatures in the low 60s in the New York, New Jersey area. Oh, boy. When does this rain start? Because I heard that this rain could cause flooded conditions. The rain starts this afternoon. How do you like that? So the rain will start this afternoon. And so far, based on the forecast we're looking at, it goes till uh, at least Shabbos morning. At least. Meaning first day of Yontif. Very interesting. It's been a while since we've been in a situation like this where the weather could really affect the first night of Sukkot. So this could get very, very interesting. But I'm still, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on to that um, guarantee that someone gave me last night. They said they guarantee it will not rain Friday night. <laughs> I, don't know how they, I don't know what they're basing that on, but I, you know, hey. Got to hang my hat on something as we hope for good weather for this Sukkis holiday. JM and AM, hope you have your Lulav and Estrog, Hadassim and Aravas. If not, you still have time, obviously. We use them Sunday on the second day of the Chag. Um, uh, the Sukkis I uh, noticed in many different neighborhoods. I've been, I've been around many neighborhoods in the last couple of days. A lot of Sukkis are either up or going up when I saw them. And uh, that's always nice. Adds to the festive holiday atmosphere. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Hoping for good weather and thanking God that we're able to afford and have access to the Arbaminum, the four species, something we shouldn't take for granted since so many of our people, uh, of our ancestors and, and colleagues, frankly, people, you know, around the world now also. Not everybody has access to love and estrogen, especially at decent prices. And uh, with the ability for, for everybody in the family to have one, uh, typically every male in the family. Uh, but their families, yeah, I've seen that with their families where everybody has one, depending on their specific situation. Anyway, the bottom line is, let's not take it for granted. Uh, there have been times in the Jewish history not so long ago where it was very hard to access Lulavim and Estrogen. We should get Rabbi Kanelsky on just to discuss this issue about the Lulavim and Estrogen. And what it was like in Moscow in those days when he was growing up. Um, so that's the first thing we should keep in mind. And secondly, of course, the uh, the beauty and the incredible uh, <coughs> festive holiday atmosphere when you are in the sukkah and enjoying the uh, beautiful symbolic protection of the one above. Um, yeah, I mean, it's actual protection of the one above always, but you get my point. The symbol of the sukkah. 
Anyways, that's the story. So we uh, we had five schlock rock sukkah selections in a row. For those of you wondering uh, what kind of repertoire, what kind of catalog, what kind of library Lenny Solomon has when it comes to uh, the holiday of, the holiday of sukkahs. I think we did the entire thing. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning broadcast. by Dr. Kenneth Brander is going to join us from Israel. Rosh Yeshiva of Artaurus Stone will discuss this holiday season. I'll be coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Ding is supposed to check in. He has like eight shows. Uh, you don't know what to do with your children and grandchildren over uh, over Cholamoid. Ding has a million good suggestions, actually eight good suggestions, and we'll go through all those in the 8 o'clock hour. And uh, plenty more coming up. Did I get today's schedule yet? Because I know that uh, Yassi's Weig is not going to be able to uh, host the live lunch today. So I'll wait to hear from Avrami exactly how we're going to handle that. Otherwise, your Thursday uh, comes with an amazing and incredible schedule, including the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show, which happens at 7 p.m. tonight here on the Nahum Siegel Network. And obviously, it's Sukkis appropriate, as you would suggest or as you would assume, as you would surmise. And uh, I thank Mark Zamek for hosting. And of course, we thank Kedem for presenting it every single week, uh, one of the most popular shows we have here on the Nahum Siegel Network. All right, more coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM with Country Yussi and the Stiebel Hoppers. Sunrise on the hills of Yerushalayim Men and children heading off to shoot Hand in hand they're hurrying to Davin all the little kinderlach running off to school In the classrooms you can hear the sound Of Torah learning all around In Shemayim they're counting every word For soon the battle will be won Our suffering will soon be done And the chauffeur of Moshiach will be heard Shabbos in the homes of Yerushalayim Candles burning brightly everywhere Families gather round the table Welcoming the angels with a prayer Voices joined in harmony we celebrate her sanctity. Our Shabbos has sustained us all along. The air is filled with melody. The table set majestically for the Shabbos queen. We sing our holy song. Don't you know that Yula has begun? Ko 
Brand new from Yoni Stokar here on a uh, Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Leva Nefesh, classic with low almost words we say in Hallel, starting this Shabbos. 
First day on the country Ussie and company with uh, all the Stiebel hoppers with good morning, Klaal Yisrael. To open up that set here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. If you don't receive our weekly newsletter and or our daily thread, just write to Avrami. He'll make sure to rectify that situation. AF at NachumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NachumSiegel.com. Coming up are by Dr. Kenneth Brander, the Rosh Yeshiva at the Artara Stone in Israel, is going to join us. We'll get his comments about this holiday season. Ding is going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. He's got a whole bunch of shows for the kids uh, for you to explore this Cholamoid. It's a long Cholamoid. And uh, Ding is presenting eight shows, which means there'll, there'll be at least one or two that'll work into your schedule. I can almost, I can almost guarantee. We're here, by the way, the entire week next week. JM the AM, Monday through Thursday for Cholamoid, and Friday with Hoshana Rabba. i got to speak to Avrami and make sure we have the Hoshana Rabba schedule set. Um, and we'll go through the whole uh, Cholamoid um, situation as well. Uh, but we're here, and all through the day, there's uh, appropriate selections on the air on NSN. Recommend to everybody who doesn't have our network to simply uh, install the NSN, Nahum Single Network app. It's 100% free. It's the easiest way for people to log in and to tune in on a regular basis, literally by touching the app on their phone. Well, you know this. I know you know this. But it seems not everybody does. But once they discover it, it's absolutely amazing. Now <laughs> they are hooked on what we're doing here on a daily basis. So at least that, Baruch Hashem. Kedem presents the Erev Shabbos, Erev Yom Tov show with uh, Mark Zamek. That's going to be happening tonight. <laughs> Starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, appropriate selections for this week, obviously with Sukkis in mind. So make sure to be tuned in. That'll be encored at the 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow on Erev Yom Tov. All times Eastern, so figure it out if you're in Israel. You'll be able to hear tonight's show at midnight. You'll be able to hear tomorrow's shows at um, 10 a.m. And at, uh, let me figure this out. At 10 a.m. and at 5 p.m. Right. Oh, wow. What a way to go into Yontif when you're in Israel. With the Erev Yom Tov show with Mark Zamek. I like that. All presented by Kedem. And we thank our friends at Kedem, of course. And wish everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. And a Gemara Tov as we get closer and closer to the big holiday of Sukkot, which begins tomorrow night. Tomorrow we're here with an Erev Sukkot program at JMNAM. Make sure to join us for that as well. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast is next. Boker Tov from JM and the AM. גליצה לשעה שתיים, צהריים טובים באולפן גוני כהן עם מה שקורה עכשיו. 11 שופטי בית המשפט העליון דנים בפעם השנייה בחוק הנבצרות, לאחר שבגץ הוציא צו על תנאי, במסגרתו ביקש מהממשלה לנמק מדוע שלא לדחות את תחולת החוק. נשיאת בית המשפט העליון אסתר חיות, טענה שהליך החקיקה נעשה בחיפזון ולקה בפגמים והוסיפה, כאשר מתקנים חוק יסוד שנוגע לשינוי משטרי, רצוי שהוא יחול בכנסת הבאה. בכוחו של ראש הממשלה עורך הדין מיכאל רבלו טען שאין קשר בין הסדר ניגוד העניינים עליו חתום ראש הממשלה לבין חוק הנבצרות, אך השופטת ענת ברון התייחסה לדברי נתניהו, לפיהם קודם לחקיקה ידיו היו גבולות.
לא קשור בכלל לרפורמה. זה ברור שבממשלה, בממשלת האחדות של הליכוד וכחול לבן, אי אפשר היה לחוקק את זה. לכן לא מבין איך הם לומדים. זה לא קשור לרפורמה, אבל שעות ספורות לאחר שהתיקון בא לעולם, אני מצטטת כאן מדברי ראש הממשלה, לצערי, עד היום ידיי היו כבולות. אני מודיע לכם, חבריי ידידיי, עד כאן. מדברי מביא הכתבתנו לענייני משפט, תמר שונמי. וחברי הקואליציה תקפו את עצם קיום הדיון וכינו אותו פיגוע בדמוקרטיה. מנגד באופוזיציה זעמו וכתבו, מדובר בחוק מושחת. עם הפרטים כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. יושב ראש הקואליציה אופיר כץ, שהגיש את הצעת החוק, התייחס להליך שניהלה הוועדה בראשותו ואמר לא היה לי ולחברי הוועדה צל של ספק שאנחנו מחוקקים הסדר שיחול מיידית. אין מקום לפרשנות המנוגדת לעמדתנו המפורשת. מוקדם יותר צייצו מספר חברי ליכוד נוספים נגד הדיון. השר סמוטריץ' הגדיל וטען, עצם קיום הדיון לא לגיטימי. מנגד חברי יש עתיד כולם התגייסו להגן על השופטים ותקפו את דרך החקיקה. גם יושב ראש ישראל ביתנו ליברמן שהגיע לבית המשפט טען, מדובר בחוק בלתי סביר בעליל, תהליך החקיקה היה תחת לחץ אישי ופרנויה. שר הביטחון גלנט נפגש בשעה זו עם שר ההגנה של גרמניה והשניים יחתמו בעוד זמן קצר על העסקה הביטחונית הגדולה בתולדות המדינה. מדווח שליחנו לברלין דורון קדוש. גלנט נפגש כעת עם עמיתו הגרמני בוריס פיסטוריוס לאחר שמוקדם יותר התקבל שר הביטחון במשמר כבוד במשרד ההגנה כאן בברלין. בעוד זמן קצר השניים יחתמו על המסמך שמתניע את עסקת מכירת מערכת חץ שלוש לגרמניה, העסקה הביטחונית הגדולה בתולדות ישראל, בשווי של כ... 14 מיליארד שקלים. דירקטוריון חברת נתיבי ישראל דן ברגעים אלה במינוי יועץ משפטי כשההחלטה המסתמנת היא להתחיל את הליך המכרז מחדש. זאת לאחר שרשות החברות הממשלתית פסלה את הזוכה במכרז וטענה כי קיימים אי סדרים בהליך המינוי. מדווח לראשונה כתבנו לענייני תחבורה גל ג'רסי. ההחלטה המסתמנת של דירקטוריון החברה תהיה להתחיל מחדש את כל הליך איתור היועץ המשפטי, זאת לאחר שרשות החברות הממשלתיות פסלה את עורך הדין אלעד ברדוגו, שהצהיר על עצמו כמתפקד לליכוד. ברדוגו נבחר בסוף ההליך הראשון שנעשה, אך רשות החברות כתבה כי היא מצאה פגמים משמעותיים וחמורים באותו הליך. ממלאת המקום שנבחרה היא עינב אבוחצירה, שגם בתהליך מינויה הטילה רשות החברות ספק. עם פתיחת ההליך מחדש, עורך הדין ברדוגו יוכל להגיש את מועמדתו שהוא. מזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, יעשה חם מהרגיל העונה ברוב אזורי הארץ, אלה החדשות. Oh, my God. 
special tshuva. Tamin Yehudi, Tamin, Tamin Yehudi, Tamin. Nei sheyeno imami, bekalus oshot tshuva. Tamin Yehudi, Tamin, Tamin Yehudi, Tamin. Believe, brother, believe. In the power of Teshuvah Believe, brother, believe It's so easy to return Believe, brother, believe In the power of Teshuvah Believe, brother, believe It's so easy to return Hey. 
Judah with Malaych. Before that, the um, Lipa Schmelzer, brand new one entitled Hakafos here at JM in the AM. Mendy Warch with Chuva to open up that set. And welcome to a Thursday morning broadcast. 28th day of September, day number 13 in the month of, uh, don't tell me, the month of Tishrei. After all, it's the brand new year, 5784. 
Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and uh, comment away. DS Leader says, NSN app is amazing. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Spread the word, please. Listener, Tikva's been uh, addicted today to the NSN app. I've been listening to the network since 7 a.m. this morning. Heard Modani at 7. That's the midnight replay. She's in Israel. And, of course, now at 1 p.m., that's when this show started. Pretty cool. Bracha, by the way, reminds me about the Schlock Rock song that I did forget in that big Schlock Rock set. Here it is at JM in the AM. Well, I'm blessing this thing. It looks like a tree. I've got my astro. It's all repulsive and free. Seven days a year, people shave with me. It's my love. It's all shook up. It's all shook up. It's all shook up.
JM in the AM. The Mark III Orchestra. Going back a little bit. <laughs> Oldie but goodie with Pischuli. You heard uh, Pirche with the uh, their original Pischuli. And all shook up. That was the suggestion of one of our listeners on the app. Another schlock rock selection that is uh, Sukkot related for you here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast. It's Thursday. And by the way, uh, I did find out what's happening with the live lunch today. Normally, Yossi Zweig is with you Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Um, at 11 a.m. Eastern time. But today, it's going to be Avrami. Avrami's going to be sitting in for the live lunch. And I thank Avrami for doing that. So Avrami sits in for the live lunch today here at JM, or I should say at the Nahum Siegel Network. And um, that'll be between 11 and 1 o'clock. Otherwise, a full schedule, including, of course, the Erev Shabbos, Erev Yom Tov show hosted by Mark Zamek. 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, 10 a.m. tomorrow. And, of course, that is all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. All right. Lots of good stuff going on, to say the least. Rabbi Dr. Kenneth Brander is going to join us coming up, Rosh Hashiva at uh, Art Tarver Stone. We'll speak with him here at JM in the AM. Find out what the holiday season was like in Aretz. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav, Zebedev Yosef and Zechonishmas Esther Basri Yosef Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We find in the Medrash, Amrab Levi, Whoever can fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah in this world, Omar Kadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem says, Ki mitzvah sukkah, ani shal yom I will spread over you the shelter of the coming world. The Zerashimshan asked the question, Why does it say, Why does it say the one who fulfills the mitzvah of sukkah? It could have just said, whoever can sit in the sukkah, Mishyoshe b'sukkah. Also, why does it say, Ba'olamazeh? In this world, it could have merely said, whoever sits in the sukkah is Mekayim the mitzvah. We have to understand that there is a side of the mitzvah of sukkah. There is an underlying principle, and that is to be machnia, to be machlish, to subdue and to weaken the koyach of the sitra achra, the power of the unholy side. It is known that the days of Sukkos are mesugal to be machnia, to subdue the reshoim, the evil in this world. And because of that, we also make our hakafos with the lulav. We circle the bima. At the time of the Beis Amikdosh, we would then bring 70 parim, and we'd also do the Nusach HaMayim. Nusach HaMayim is when they used to pour the water on the Mizbeach in order to be machlish, to weaken the koyach of the Sitra Achra. That's why it says, Kol Hayoshe B'Sukkah. If it would have said Kol Hayoshe B'Sukkah, then we would think it's merely enough to sit in the Sukkah to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. But the reason that it says Kol Mekayim, 
whoever is fulfilling the mitzvah of sukkah, it means that they have in mind that they want to do what the sukkah set out to do in order to subdue the power of evil in the world, in order that the power of Torah and the power of holiness should be victorious and should be prevailing. So Hashem says, be mekayim the mitzvah of sukkah. Make sure that when you are in the sukkah, that you have this in mind, that you want that the power of evil should be weakened and the power of goodness, of holiness, of Torah should prevail. We understand, of course, the reason that it says in Olam Azeh means that everyone in this world can do with their own deeds something very special, something that will make a mark on society in order to be machlish, to weaken the power of evil. It is within your power and my power to try to work on this. It's very interesting that Esrog comes out to a gematria of 610. As beautiful as it is, 610, wow, that is the most beautiful Esrog that you could buy for the greatest amount of money. But it is still chaser. It is still lacking. Unless you put the three, the Aravos, the Hoshainas, and also the Lulav together with it, then you have 613 Taryag. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a wonderful Yom Tov. From the Reconnect Shalshelis album, literally just released just a couple of days ago, although some might argue that a couple of days ago means uh, it's already antique. It's already passe in the world of Jewish music as we continue to get uh, so many brand new selections every single day. It's unbelievable. But anyway, there it is, Micha Mocha from the Reconnect Shalshelis here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast. By the way, somebody on the app asked about the uh, book. From uh, Alone Arvitz, Alone Arvitz, A-R-V-A-T-Z, who was in our studio last week, last Thursday, in fact. Uh, someone wanted to know the name of the book. It's uh, entitled The Battle for Your Computer. The Battle for Your Computer, Alone Arvitz, A-R-V-A-T-Z. That's an answer to a question that came in on our app, and I uh, hope that's helpful. It certainly should be. 
here at JM in the AM. Well, to uh, say that, um, or by Dr. Kenneth Brander is a uh, friend of this network and a personal friend for decades is an understatement. I'm glad we have an opportunity during this time of year to uh, wish him and his wonderful institution well. He reminded me off the air just a couple of minutes ago about some of the challenges that um, he has led his institution through over the last few months, and it's been uh, it's been quite a ride, to say the least, and we'll get into that in just a moment. He is the Rosh Yeshiva of Torah Stone. He's speaking to us live from Israel. Rabbi Brander, a, a Gemar Tov, a Shana Tova, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Gemar Tov, uh, Nachum, it's always uh, a pleasure to hear your voice, especially during this time of year of Simcha. You add to my personal Simcha and what you're doing for the Jewish people. In a time in which we need so much light, uh, you help add to it. So oh, thank you, Nahum. I appreciate that very much. Um, let's start with what you and I were just speaking about uh, for a moment off the air. Um, I, I guess we'll start with the with the greatest challenge, and hopefully we'll end up this conversation with tremendous hope for the future. Uh, but you and the, the people around you, uh, your teachers, your students, those in the institution had a very challenging year. You actually, uh, you actually um, saw as uh, some of your students were murdered in terrorist attacks in Israel. And I'm wondering, as the year came to a close, and as the brand new brand new year came to a uh, came to a start, I was wondering how you and everybody around you reflected on such a terrible tragedy and such a difficult circumstance to get through. Well, uh, first of all, thank you, Nachum, for the question. Uh, let me just start from a point of optimism. And we, we've opened a few more institutions that really celebrate Achdus uh, and Klai Yisrael, and we should talk about that. But let's begin by focusing on those uh, loved ones that we've lost. Cholom uh, Pesach. We won't even have to start from the beginning of the Jewish year. Let's start from Pesach, the last uh, Chag. Um, we lost uh, two students, uh, the D uh, young ladies and their mother. Um, you know, Rabbi D is uh, is amazing and a tremendous inspiration. But my concern uh, really focuses on the hundreds of their friends who are, you know, who are still in the living, as well as the friends of the D children who continue to play and lead beautiful lives. How do we make sure that they're healthy? How do we make sure that their faculty, their teachers are healthy? It's been a challenge. Um, and we have invested with the help of friends in America. And I want to uh, thank uh, Rabbi Blau and Rabbi Dratch from the Rabbinical Council of America, who actually get some of the synagogues to help support it. Uh, we have really invested in certain opportunities to build on mental health uh, safety and self-esteem of our students and of our faculty, who really, this has been an amazing uh, traumatic time. That continued with the loss. One of our students in our yeshiva at Hezder um, is, or was in the commando unit of Yalom, which is responsible to blow up the underground caverns, normally in the Gaza and other places which hold munitions to hurt uh, to hurt the, the population of Israel, the citizens of Israel, both Jews as well as Arabs. 
um, and they're a special elite commando unit. Um, in practicing for some of the raids uh, in the summer, they practiced at night uh, from 12:30 in the morning to like 4:30. They were crawling in the, in the desert, and he uh, passed away from a heat stroke exhaustion. Wow! Um, that was uh, you know you're talking about a a 20 year old, and what a loss for again not just for the family, which I don't want to minimize in any way. That's yeah, the greatest loss. And that relates continues, but all his sheer and all his, you know, his sheer olive, his sheer bet, the sheer gimel. I mean, one day they're, they have their friend and another day uh, his chair is empty in the base medrash. And it's not a, it's a whole challenge of how you deal with that. And then we have one of our librarians in our, our school, Derek Avot, which serves around 500 uh, young men in the Efrat area. Um, well, her daughter was driving to set up her uh, preschool classroom. And uh, she uh, was shot on Highway 60. Um, again, it, it just, you know, what do you say to the mother who's a, who's a colleague of yours? What do you say to her? Um, you know, while she's trying to figure out how she deals with her grandchildren who no longer have a mother, um, how she deals with, uh, you know, her own life. Uh, her husband had passed away actually from a heart attack a few years earlier. And, wow. you know, these are some of the challenges you know what this reminds uh, you know what this reminds me of yesterday. We had a whole discussion regarding the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur war and episodes like that, like the Yom Kippur War, episodes like, uh, I mean, you know, multiple terror attacks, Lebanon War. I mean, there are, there are eras where, you know, collectively there are just so many casualties and so many disasters that occur at the hand of the enemy, obviously. And it, it affects that generation. It affects that group of people, you know, forever. Um, I mean, hopefully that, you know, it, it, it leads to, you know, some building of character as well, but uh, certainly we, we, we would hope for other methods to do that. But it, it certainly changes people forever. And I just realized, as you're saying all this about the last six months, that your chevra, in other words, the, uh, uh, the people associated with your institutions have gone through a tremendous amount. They went through a, a, what, what I would consider to be a, a similar experience where just a few months were filled with terrible terror attacks and tremendous losses. And and you know what it's like. You know what it's like. Because in our era, when we were students, it was, uh, it, this happened way too often, where, where one, you know, uh, where one episode goes to the next one and then goes to the next one. And, uh, you know, the, the collective pain is much greater than the, than the, than the pain of these individual um, episodes that occur. So the institution, as you described it, is going through a really traumatic time. I would guess that Rosh Hashanah must have been a, a you know, not just the wish among those that you're surrounded by to turn the corner and really, you know, have some positive experiences. But, you know, we, we talk about uh, let the year end and all of its horrible things end with the year. In your case, uh, that uh, that bracha really is meaningful. It's 100% meaningful, and uh, I had the privilege of davening Yom Kippur at Midrashat Lindenbaum. So Midrashat Lindenbaum has, uh, you know, 30 men uh, davening there, and you have, uh, 
around uh, 300 women diving there, including around 200 of our students who are in the IDF who come in like two hours before Yom Kippur are given permission to switch out of their uniforms and then get into appropriate uh, yantav dresses and then run out uh, immediately after they break their fast. And um, it, it's, there, there's something about that. And, and the Chazan for Ni'ila, whose name is Rav Ohat Tarlev, who is the, the Rosh Beit Midrash, or the Rosh of the Midrash at Lindenbaum, and I'm sure many of your listeners who went to Midrash at Lindenbaum are familiar with him, so he davens Ni'ila. So there is a passage in Ni'ila, I'm not quoting exactly. O Yizkor Lanu Avat Eitan, Uben Hanekad Yashpit Midayenu. We should remember the love of Eitan, in other words, the love that Avraham and that Yitzchak committed and that the, the, the son that was, that was offered on the Mizbeach. And he starts to cry. I mean, he starts to not just cry, but cry because he lost the son um, as his son in the army was protecting the community of Ofra. And what, what I'm going through at that moment is that not that the tfilot, his tefillot are going up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's a given, but that HaKadosh Baruch Hu joined us in the, in, in the base medrash. Here's a guy who is davening with such kavana and is, has lived the words has Mamish lived the words? They're not about an event that happened a few thousand years ago. They're an event that happened three years ago, yeah. um, or, fa- or actually maybe six years ago. But the bottom line is, that's what I was reminded of. But at the same time, Nachum and, and and you know my children, you know what, Nachum, I'm a I'm a guy who grew up at Yeshiva University. What do I know about these things? But you learn fast, and uh, yeah, you certainly do. And, well, I, well, I remember yeah, and, I remember being a student in Israel and then losing uh, colleagues yeah. to terror attacks, and uh, right. uh, obviously anybody who was in Israel in the early '80s, you know, they probably knew right. young men that were in the Lebanon War and 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 became POWs. Right. My older Chavruta, Shlomo Uman was uh, fell in the Lebanon War. Yeah, but. Um, so it's a. Uh... It's different when you're responsible. It's different when you're responsible. But but Baruch Hashem, because all of our institutions are not shrinking. They're, yeah. they're, no, the I institutions are are growing. The amount of students living in the various areas, whether it's in Yerushalayim, whether it's in the Gush. It's all growing. Yeah, no question about it. All right, all right, Dr. Kenneth Brander is with us. He's the Rosh Hashiva at Torah Stone in Israel. Uh, let me ask you about a couple of new programs I was made aware of, and um, and then I have to ask you about one of the situations in Israel that we saw over the Chagim, over the first Chagim of this season. Uh, I, I would imagine that somehow you are going to uh, <laughs> you're going to encourage me to look at the future. Um, in a very positive light, but we'll get to that. Uh, I was informed that there's something called Maminot Bimadim. Uh, explain what that's all about. Well, as you said, we opened uh, two new programs. One of them is Maminot Bimadim, and it, what it is is the following: we have Orthodox. There, there are six hundred. There are sixty-five hundred young ladies that graduated from religious Zionist high schools this year throughout Israel. Right. Out of the 6,500 that graduated, 3,000 of them went into the IDF. Wow. Which means that, yeah, it used to be a very small percentage, 2%, now it's 5%. Half. 
Wow. Now it's almost mamish. It's almost half. Wow. So like, you know, 48%, something like yeah. that. So we make sure that all of our students that we have, and again, we have 550 students in the IDF right now, 350 is probably our women. We meet with every single one of them every other week. In other words, we go to the base, we learn with them. More importantly, we bring snacks. And we also take care of the ones who, for example, are in Tel Aviv, in the Kiria, where the dorms are not. They're more co-ed than they should be. We've rented apartments for them so they can be in an environment that's more consistent with the values of uh, Tzniut. But they're serving in, in mostly in intelligence units. Some are protecting the Egyptian border where they use different high-res you know, different types of um, different types of uh, vision Te- technology things that check the board technology to check the border, and their teachers in the IDF work with command of how they can find their way home if they lose their GPS equipment. And there's a few other jobs that they do that I would prefer not mentioning on on your network. Um, but that's the basic jobs that they do. So we've been answering their shilas. We have like. 20 WhatsApp groups. I think there's 250 or so that can be on a WhatsApp group. So we have like 20 of these groups. They're obviously not all our students, but we get Shilas from all over the army from, from Orthodox women who have Shilas or perhaps not Orthodox women who have Shilas. And we answer them 24 six. Um, and um, the army came to us and said, listen, Midrash at Lindenbaum has the largest group of women that sit and learn Torah before they serve in the IDF. We have three branches, I would say approximately we have 270 women right now who are sitting and learning before they go into the army. So the bottom line is we'd like you to become like mommy dopa mommy the madim. We want you to basically answer the shilas for any of the women who have questions and we'll facilitate uh, making sure that that you're available. You're going to most of the bases anyways. You're at, uh, in Tel Aviv, which has like uh, an upper floor, an upper area. Yeah. And then it has an underground uh, thing. Right. So why don't why don't you just become really the postkim and start writing the shilas and chuvas that are happening? Again, the Rabbam speaks about a machas mitzvah that both men and women should fight or should be involved maybe in different ways. But the bottom line is, why don't you start writing the halachic literature? Why don't you serve as um, a support system, a yeah. spiritual support system? So, Understood. So we opened I, I, this up. Yeah. We opened it up two weeks ago, and that, Baruch Hashem, that's doing amazing. No, it's pretty amazing. I cannot believe the number of people that you're actually helping with that program. It's remarkable. And Midrashah Yisraelit, that's the other name of a brand new program that came across our desk. What can you tell us about that, Rabbi Brander? Well, in the spirit of what we just said, of there being out of the 6,500, 3,000 or so going into the ITS, so I, I would say there's a small percentage that learn Torah before they serve in the IDF. I would say if we have, you know, approximately 300, and there's another 200 in other very important uh, midrashot around the country, that's a small group of, of what's going. And 
what happened was we spoke to a whole bunch of young ladies from our own high schools who weren't learning beforehand, and they basically said they didn't want to go into a 13th grade. They wanted to be part of a larger society. And then lo and behold, because we have a program in which we work with in 600 apartment buildings and in uh, around 40 uh, Jewish community centers, Mat Nassim, we started meeting young women who don't define themselves as observant, that they want to sit and learn Torah. So we decided to open a base medrash in Pardes Chana, a more center of the country, which would be the midrash, that the public domain is fully Shom Shabbos, but 50% of the population does not define itself as Orthodox, and 50% of the population defines itself as Orthodox, but they don't want to go to a traditional seminary like Midrash at Lindenbaum or Migdal Oz or Nishmat or something like that. They wanted to go to something different. It's a, it's not a co-ed program because I wouldn't want it to be a co-ed program. It's a girls, young ladies only, based Midrash, Midrash. They get up, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning to Davin and then they have a Seder in Gemara, then they have a Seder in Tanakh, a Seder in philosophy, little Jewish history, a little uh, few times a week service in the Partizana community for the underprivileged. It's a full-time seminary, the first of its type in the state of Israel, maybe in the Jewish community, I'm not aware, where 50% yeah, I, I are Shomers. Yeah, I would bet. I would bet it's the first in the yeah. Jewish community. <laughs> Right. I can't believe you're able to attract so many people in a situation like that, which is remarkable. Yeah, yeah. So we we started with 22. We could have started with 50, but it wouldn't have been an equal amount of Orthodox and from the Tzibur Harachav, the general community. Right. And I wanted it to be like we said, a 50-50 split, and that's what we started. And and again, it's only two weeks old, so it could be in a year from now. I'll tell you, it was a complete failure. But I can tell you this: that we decided that. That seminary, we would let everyone go home on Yom Kippur. Because how are you going to run a program on Yom Kippur when 50% of the group doesn't fully observe Shabbat? Right. So they came to us and they said, you know what? On the second floor of the, of the building that we have the seminary in, there's a full minion. They said, we've decided as a group that we want to dive in with that minion because we want to be together in Yom Kippur. It's like, it's mamish. A gift from a Kaddish Baruch Hu was an opportunity that you had a group of women who we thought, we thought let them go home for Yom Kippur, let them find their own sp spiritual space. But they decided that they wanted to create their own spiritual space together. And that, to me, celebrates and represents the idea that in a community and in a state in which there is so much fragmentation and factorization this is an anecdote. This is a response, an antidote to that. Oh, yeah. Here you have a group of 22 women who are going to serve either in Sherut Lumi or the army afterwards who decided we want to learn Torah together. Allow Torah not to be weaponized, but allow Torah to celebrate the grace and the graciousness of the Torah, of the words of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Yeah, Torah can be a unifier. And allow those words... Torah can be yes. a unifier, and Torah unifier can, should and, be unifier. And, and Torah can be what it is supposed to be, which is uh, uh, an affirmation of our heritage, no matter what someone's background might be. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's pretty remarkable. All right, Dr. Kenneth Brand is with us, Rosh Hashiva president at Artura Stone. By the way, folks, I just wanted to mention, well, I'm sure we'll talk about this more between now and mid-November, but uh, they have announced the Artura Stone dinner for New York City. It's going to be at Lincoln Square Synagogue Tuesday, November the 14th, with many distinguished honorees. Obviously, we'll have a chance to talk about this as we get closer, and people aren't focused at the moment on dinners and stuff that are happening after Sukkot, which I get, but I just wanted to mention it. There is information online, OTS.org.il. Again, OTS.org.il. You could donate and support uh, the programs that I branded just spoke about, and, of course, dinner information is there. We won't do it now, but I just wanted to make everyone aware that November the 14th, which is a weeknight, a Tuesday night, they've already scheduled the OTS dinner uh, for Lincoln Square Synagogue in New York City. Rabbi Brander, finally, uh, you know, you're one of the few people I think that could really uh, look at things in a positive light, even when they might look bleak. Um, the situation in Tel Aviv over Yom Kippur, let's just let's just assume for a moment that the entire situation was mishandled, mishandled by by all sides, by the court, by the authorities, the political. Although, frankly, the political leaders and the courts probably mishandled it more than anybody else. But whatever, let's just say that you know, it, 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 whatever happened 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 and and we certainly as you just said about uh uh you know weaponizing god forbid torah or politicizing god forbid torah uh we we sort of saw our some of our traditional values and beliefs uh, fall into that category uh at least at the at the hands of certain people at uh, these violent reactions to to yom kippur services in tel aviv anyway is there a positive takeaway uh, do you view this situation any differently than the way i just described it well, I do think it was mishandled by a lot of different groups. I don't think we have the time to discuss that. But I, I have to tell you that we had in our program that uh, engages with the larger Jewish community, we had on Rosh Hashanah 230 locations in which we blew shofar where hundreds of people attended. Wow. And on Yom Kippur, we had 70 different places where we had uh, what I would call explanatory services, not full services. Right. But they were more challenging and there were more issues. And in some places, people came to complain and, you know, and things of that nature. But, you know, I'm reminded of something Rabbi Soloveitchik once said, not about this issue, but in context. He reminded us that the first uh, capturing of Israel, which was done with miracles under the heroic and righteous leadership of Yoshua, was a holiness that ended when the Jewish people were banished with the destruction of the first temple. The second temple was established, or the return was established by Ezra and Nehemiah, and a bunch of Jews that weren't the most religious Jews in the world. Many of them were intermarried, and Ezra and Nehemiah had to deal with that. But the holiness that of, of the second kibush, of the second conquering, is a holiness that lasts forever. And Rabbi Soloveitchik said that in Judaism, redemption that comes with all of the challenges that you and I are speaking about is really a redemption that can endure forever. And while there are deep challenges here that I do not want to ignore, deep challenges that some of us are working on dealing with, there's a group of 40 of us from the army from the academic world, from the rabbinic world, from the religious actors, not religious, with the help of the president that are trying to create what we call a common story. I do believe that while there are some bad actors that are causing some of these issues on all all sides of the table, I do believe 
that over the course of the next two years, it's not a five-minute thing, and it's very painful, we will come out stronger with a stronger common narrative. And I just gave you a few examples, the fact that we could have hundreds of events. I do believe that we will get to that point. I do think that we have to be sensitive to all sides and not allow Judaism to be weaponized, not allow people to take advantage of their leadership positions. I do believe that we have to show respect even for those who have a fractured and fragmented relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and to realize that Yadus has always supported that paradigm. But I do believe that, that at the end, just like in the time, we're not any worse off than Ezra and Nehemiah were when they started off. We're 75 years young. There's a lot of work for us to do. Nachem, as I've told you before, and I'll say it publicly, I'd love for you to move the networks to, uh, to, to Israel. And I have 12 campuses. You can pick any one of those campuses to house your network. <laughs> we need your energy here. Although we get your energy because we all listen to you. Well, I appreciate that. I may actually uh, set up 12 studios the way things are going. Uh, if I take you up on that offer, right? Dr. Kenneth Brander, he's the president and Rosh Hashiva or Torah Stone. Uh, information about all the work they're doing, go to the website, ots.org.il, and hopefully the uh, positive message that he's given us as we start 5784 will permeate the year ahead and uh, time after that as well. Uh, by the way, I mean, best regards, of course, to Rabbi Riskin. I had an opportunity last month to visit him, and uh, it was an exhilarating morning. It was so wonderful to see him. Mm-hmm. So continued success to you and the institution. Thank you. And a Tova and a Gemar Tov. And Nachum, even if it's not a full, uh, you know, a full studio, it could be like some people have a small house in <laughs> Jerusalem. You can have a small uh, studio in Jerusalem. Trust me, these days, that's all you need is a small studio. <laughs> but I won't go into detail okay. about that right now. All right, Dr. Kenneth Brander on a Thursday morning broadcast at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world of web, and AlchemSingle.com, on the AlchemSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
יצא עוד יום נכנס אני רוצה להתעורר oh, 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 o
יש בי חיים אמיתיים, אני לא מוכן להתפשר. רוצה לנשום אותך ולא ראות כל רגע בחיי. אומרים להסתפק במה שיש, אבל עוד לא אהבתי די. יש בך עוד אמונה, תן לה לשמוח ולזרוח גם מבלנים. פתח לתפילה שלך עוד שם, מים זוהר. שמיים רק למחכים. יש בי אמונה. יש בי Kiss 
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Yosef Yaakov, song called Refaenu. Yesh B.M. Onad done by uh, Mordechai Shapiro and Shmuel. Lipa, brand new one with Ushpizin. Milech Cohen's brand new Od Yushama and Pischuli, Pischili. Done by Yankee Hill and Yankee Landau together to open up that set here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast on this 28th day of September, day 13 in the month of uh, Elul. Excuse me, the month of Tishrei. The year is 5784, the brand new year. So ding of Suki and ding. Thank God is with us for a good occasion this time, Baruch Hashem. He and Chazak, or I should say Suki and ding and Chazak, are putting together eight shows for Cholamoid. Eight shows for Cholamoid. How insane is that? Uh, Monday, Cholomoe, two shows at um, Tag Beach 6th Street in um, Far Rockaway. SukkisCircus.com for information. Sukkis spelled S-U-K-K-O-S, Circus.com for information. So two shows there on uh, on Monday, Cholomoe. Tuesday, Cholomoe, 
It'll be the Young Israel of Staten Island in two shows. Again, SukkisCircus.com. We'll go through who's in each show in a minute. Um, Wednesday, Cholomoy, two shows at uh, Bas Mikra School, which is in Spring Valley, New York, up in the Muncie area. That's two shows on Wednesday, Cholomoy. Then Thursday, Cholomoy at the Oceana Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn. It's a nice theater. Two shows, noon and 3 o'clock. And um, again, Sukkis circus.com circus s-u-k-k-o-s circus.com so if you're not sure what to do with your kids and grandchildren over a circus ding and sookie and ding are making sure to provide plenty to say the least with that in mind i say ding a gamar tov to you shana tovan welcome back to jm in the am well thank you very much before we begin i have two questions to ask you yeah number one is the, is the second 40 years different than the first 40 years. <laughs> yeah, it is very different. It is very, very different because as the rabbi of the New Springville Jewish Center pointed out right, right. Be- right before Neila, uh, the talk, the talk, the talk. Yeah, as he was thanking all those who are leading services at the congregation, uh, I got there as a single and now I'm a grandfather. So yes, this this era is very different than the first 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> What's your second um, question? My second question was, which hotel did we go to on Sukkot? With the soda thing? Yeah, it did not have soda. That was Kutcher's. Was it Kutcher's? That's what I was thinking. Because I think, am I right that we only spent one Sukkot together? Or do we spend more? No, 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 we did. We, did, we spent, spent more. more. Yeah, we First definitely of all, we spent did, more. We did a whole bunch of the homework. Right. The most recent Sukkot we were together, our families, was that Kutcher's one. I believe that was the most recent one. And, oh, wow. and, the, and the joke was Ding and I were just dying for a cup of soda. There was no, no soda being served in the entire hotel. We still can't figure out why. <laughs> I'm a soda man, yeah. And you know, and you know Ding, if either of us knew before Yuntif what the situation was, you know we would have we gone, we gone out and bought a case of soda. You know that. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But anyway. Oh, well. I mean, to contemplate this this number of years later, I don't think it's worth it, frankly. <laughs> There's no question, since you and I have been talking about it since then, there's no question it made quite an impression on us. So what's the story here? You and the Chazak organization, with a big shout-out, by the way, to Rabbi Mayroff. We've gotten to know him even better over the last couple of years. What a nice uh, man. He's a father. He is a such a great man. And uh, I actually visited. I actually, I don't know if you've been to his offices. I've, been to, I, I've now been to sure. his office in Queens. And right I saw I, Street, yeah, and I saw the operation, and they're doing some serious Kirov stuff over there. Uh, and funding a lot of kids to go to yeshiva and to go to summer camp. I mean, they're really, they're on the front lines of a really important battle. Anyway, so kudos to Mayroff, wishing him, of course, a gemar tov and a shana tovan, chazak and suki and ding. So it's very simple, ding, and, and we'll do the lineups in a second. Uh, I don't know, to get to the lineup in each show, but we'll certainly talk about some of the people that are involved here. Uh, two shows in the five towns on Monday, two shows in Staten Island on Tuesday, two shows in Muncie on Wednesday, and two shows at the Oceana Theater, Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn on Thursday. I mean, anybody who complains that you at Suki and Ding are not providing enough Cholomoid entertainment, they are completely wrong, Ding. <laughs> Simple as that. They're totally That's wrong. That's it. That's it. Now, some of these events, well, I shouldn't say some, it's two. The Staten, no, the Muncie one and the Brooklyn one are being headlined by Bellow. 
How does this guy, after all these years, stay in shape good enough to do all those amazing stunts he that he does? He doesn't slow down. And, and He's uh, unbelievable. Last month, he's in Australia, and hes I would have had him for the whole Harlemoy, but he's coming back. He's landing on Tuesday. I mean, what's the so, story? He's in incredible physical shape. And he's a good guy, and uh, he's just fun. I mean, we never know what he's going to do and not going to do. And, 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 uh, there's al- and there's always something new. Like, you know, people who wonder, well, they saw him a couple of years ago, we'll see totally yeah. different stuff. The Bello Bello, yeah. Amazing. All right, so he's headlining Muncie and Brooklyn. Uh, right. in, in those shows, you have a magic show with obviously a magician. You have a right. comedy juggler. You have Nachas singing. You have the twins from France. Talk about an act that's lasted a while. These guys are still at it. Uh, it's actually one twin. Uh, they were uh, one of them is uh, out of the country, so. Uh, so it's a solo the, act, the twin. It's a solo actor, but it's great. It's a, it's really good. They would they he was here the, the same thing on uh, what was it Pesach. He's great. He's wow. great. And um, and then we have this new guy in Brooklyn, the Nussi Show. Have you heard about him? No, tell me about that. Well, you know, he's a firm guy, and he does like everything: mm-hmm. unicycle juggling, uh, I mean, magic. Like he he's great. And um, a lot of talent out there, ding! A lot of talent. Oh yeah, this is like a jam-packed show. I mean, uh, and uh, all right. So, P- I mean, look, you'll tell people how to access the information, but quickly. Uh, the, the five towns on Monday, everybody, it's the twin, as you just heard, Nachas, comedy juggler, magician, and a ventriloquist act on Tuesday in uh, Staten Island, uh, the unusual Staten Island, it's the twin ventriloquist, magician, comedy juggler, and a balancing spectacular. So five different things going on at that one. The Muncie one is going to star Bello, Nachas, comedy juggler, magician, and the twin. And then in Brooklyn on Thursday, it's going to be Bello. Uh, the famous uh, RJ hosting the event, the Nussie Show, a magician, comedy juggler, Nachas, and the Twins. There's a lot going on here, to say the least, uh, at all four locations, two shows per day. Ding, what is the easiest way? For, and a big shout-out to Gourmet Glot, by the way. Big shout-out to Gourmet Glot for, yeah. for their participation. Uh, What's the, the best way? The way is just, just go to Sukkah, uh, Sukkah, it's spelled with a K, K, two Ks, right? Well, here it is, SukkisCircus.com, S-U-K-K-O-S, Circus.com, S-U-K-K-O-S, Circus.com, simple as that. You got it. And then you get you get all the shows, and you can buy your tickets online. That's the only way to go is to buy it online. Wow, no ticket locations, I think. <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, remember that? I, you know, it's funny. I, I was I was reading some old letters uh, that I got literally in the '90s, and somebody was complaining about tickets they went to buy at a certain location. They were guaranteed they'd have these. See, remember all those messes that were created? Not only not only was it a pain to 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 go to the store to get the tickets. For me, we had to order the tickets and we had to print them. And there was only like one place in the whole five uh, boroughs that had it. It was a place on Utica Avenue. Um, the only ones that printed tickets for events? That printed tickets for events. Yeah, it was a firm person. And um, That's funny. And, right. And, 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 and then you'd have to stock all the locations. You'd have to go around and stock all the right. locations. So, right. and, and different locations. And then you would sell at the door. And, then you would, you know. and different locations got different tickets. Correct. Like here, people could choose tickets and get whatever they want for any show. There, they were, you know, they, they were, you know it depended uh, 
It depended what was available at that specific store. Right. And, and, and now you just have to go yeah. to SukkaCircus.com. And now some of the young people don't even know what we're yeah. talking about. They don't even have a clue <laughs> what we're talking about. Anyway, you don't know what to do with your children and grandchildren. Uh, Ding has solved that problem. Plus, the folks at Chazak have helped. Go to SukkaCircus.com. S-U-K-K-O-S. Circus.com, S-U-K-K-O-S, Circus.com. Every detail we discussed this morning is there on the site, and you can make your choice and go to whatever show you want. Simple as that. Hey, Ding, I want to wish you a wonderful Circus. Uh, will you be stocking your Circus with soda or not? <laughs> I plan on going away for the first day. So you're not in Manhattan tomorrow night? Correct, correct. Are you, in, are you in the tri-state area? Uh, in the tri, yes. Because, because they're talking yeah. about massive rain for tomorrow night. Oh, wow. I heard all over, like Florida, everywhere. Yeah. Talking about massive rain, I'm, I'm trying to figure out my game plan. What's your choices? Oh, come on, Ding. You know how, you know how, how resourceful I am? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out all my options. <laughs> I, just, I need to find out, like, what's the latest that somebody actually waits to see if the rain's going to end? Like, it, it, does, it end at, does that end at Hatzos, or are there people at 2 a.m. who are going to be waiting to see if the rain I gotta ends? Tell you, I got to tell you a story. When I was Bar Mitzvah, the year that I was Bar Mitzvah, um, no, actually, I, I'm sorry. I was 15, and we went to the Pioneer Hotel. Nobody remembers the Pioneer, but the I Pioneer was sure. was the hotel. I mean, yeah. that's where everything took place. Shlomo Kalbach was there. Shlomo Kalbach, but all, every performer. If you yeah. wanted to, like, if you wanted to make any dent in the Jewish movie, you had to get into it. It, it was like the, the hask of, right. of, of, of. Anyway, so one year, this was 1973, I believe, 72 or 73. And um, Moshe Feinstein was there wow. for 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 the for the whole circus. And that night, the first night, it rained. It rained and it rained and it rained. And then it was interesting that you could see, like slowly, like some people were, were giving up and right. going into the dining room to eat. But there was a whole group of must have been around thirty people, or Moshe and Ruben Feinstein, and. Um, and they waited and they waited, and then like a, a quarter to 12, like it cleared up, and they opened up the whole sukkah, and, and it was such a wonderful meal, and uh, I'll never forget it. You remember that? I remember it. Sure, I remember. I remember my brother Yesuchayim was there. I remember we, we just, it was just amazing. I even remember Simchas Torah, that he, besides that Moshe was there, of Hirschberg, Zetzal, from Montreal, Chief Rabbi of Montreal was there. I remember on Simchas Torah they gave Hagbert to Rav Moshe and Galila to Rav Hirschsprung, wow. and, and I remember that also. I wish That's, I had a camera, but oh, it was good. unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. And for those not familiar, I mean, obviously you could sit in a sukkah that's where it's raining and make kiddush. The problem is you can't say a leishev sukkah. You can't say the bracha of leishev sukkah uh, in a condition where it's not conducive to actually sit and eat. And that's the and that's the issue. And that reason I bring it up, frankly, is because it seems like in this area tomorrow night we're talking about real rain. Like they're talking about flooded conditions. So we'll see what happens. But uh, as you described, there are people who'll say, you know, wait a certain amount of time and then. You know, obviously, don't right. be don't be matriach, everybody. And there are other people, as you just described, who literally will don't, wait till the middle. Don't give of up. We'll 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 be okay. I'm sure. You think so? Because <laughs> because dig. Remember, if you are going to sit in the sukkah and the schach is dripping wet, that 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 water may dilute your soda. You realize. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. I take thank this, you very much, Malcolm. Thank you, everybody. And have yes, go I ahead. I take this opportunity to wish you a wonderful hug, and I and I regret that we're not spending it together. But thank God, I do have some wonderful people I'll be spending it with. Great. <laughs> thank thank you so much. Good yeah. yontif, everybody. The one and only Ding of Sookie and Ding. Go to sookisconcert.com. Sookis Circus. Sookiscircus.com for information. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Throw it, 
JM and the AM, brand new from the uh, Shalshelis Reconnect here at JM and the AM. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, before that, Nachas, who's part of the uh, Sookie and Ding shows. Nachas with Tori Israel. That's why we did that after that conversation with Ding. Listen, Moshe comments on the app that members of Chabad eat in the sukkah no matter what. Yeah, I get that. And I've seen that a million times that they'll eat in the rain. But they can't make a leisha by sukkah. I can't imagine that they would ever make a bracha under those circumstances. I hope I'm right. <laughs> uh, and that's, of course, the issue with tomorrow night is um, trying to find a window 
weather-wise, where we'll be able to, you know, eat a meal and say the bracha of Leishev Basukah, which you can't do if it's raining. Um, right, otherwise you can, you know, you can make Kiddush anywhere. If it's pouring rain, I'm saying. Just can't say the Leishev Basukah, which obviously is what we'd like to do very badly tomorrow night. First night, very different than the rest of Sukkot's first night. Very, very different. JM in the AM, good morning all. Don't forget the Erev Shabbos, Erev Yom Tov show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem is coming up on, um, well, tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time, followed by Tani Gutterman and Tani Talks Parsha. It's all happening tonight here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Erev Shabbos, Erev Yom Tov show brought to you by Kedem is going to be repeated, encored, tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. Eastern time, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Also, Avrami's going to be sitting in for Yossi Zweig today. Avrami sits in for Yossi Zweig for the Thursday Live Lunch. That begins at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Just in the game together, I did it. in the AM with Live in Jerusalem, volume number three, and Kaliata done by uh, Eitan Katz. Before that, of course, Ellie Marcus and Hashemos. You heard Tali Yesen there with the brand new Yomze here at JM in the AM. Uh, programming notes. Avrami sits in for Yessi Zweig, Thursday live lunch, beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern time later on today. Mark Zamek. <clears throat> 
Host the Erev Shabbos slash Erev Yom Tov show beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And uh, what else did I want to mention to everybody? Tomorrow morning we're back for an Erev Sukkis edition of JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, the Home Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Hershey Rosenberg wraps up a Thursday for us here at JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemySingle.com, and the AlchemySingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing uh, Thursday here at JM and the AM. Plenty coming up, including at 11 a.m., Vrami uh, sitting in for Yossi Zouag with a Thursday live lunch, 7 p.m. tonight and 3 a.m. tomorrow and 10 a.m. tomorrow. The Erev Shabbos, Erev Yom Tov show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Enjoy that, and we, of course, return with JM and the AM at 6 a.m., bright and early Eastern time tomorrow morning. Join us for the Erev Sukkot program. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.